Ron has a heart of gold and whenever he shares, um, it's beautiful. So we're looking forward to hearing you share over communion. Thanks, Ron. How you going? This is unorthodox this morning, so I'm just preparing you for that. Yes, I do have the man flu. I've been crawling around the house on my hands and knees to try and get a cup of tea, but it's all right. Someone will have pity on me. Sorry. No, my wife's amazing. She made me soup before church so that when I come home from church, I've got chicken noodle soup. What a legend. She's such a great... Hang on, that's better. Okay. I uh, just, just got to, this is weird here. I like, this is so weird. I feel like I'm in your lounge room. <clears throat> I just wanted to talk a little bit about communion. I'm not going to try and bang on too much, but I'm going to start though with a feel-good story. I had a feel-good good story the other week. You know, my daughter, Emily, most of you know her journey for eight years with an eating disorder and everything, and she's really come a long way in finding... God and uh, I was just t- telling Mark this morning because I'm just I guess it's to do with communion and communi- communication with God and uh, she rang me up just out of the blue and goes dad dad I just heard God and he told me to do something really stupid <laughs> I was like give 200 bucks away you know and I'm like whoa and, and, she, and I said well usually when that happens darling that means that it's God you know because it's just totally out of left field and um Anyway, I said, you know, pray about it. If it won't go away, you know, just do, do, do what he's asked you to do and be obedient and just see what happens. And, and about a week later, last Sunday night, she, she got to, to church. She goes to Hillsong at Waterloo and, and here's this dude talking all about giving when it seems ridiculous and, and, you know, giving of yourself and giving of your time and learning to hear the voice of God and being obedient, so all those things. And I thought, wow, isn't that cool, you know? Like, isn't God amazing how he does that? And... Yeah, that, that was, so she's learning to have communion with God, you know, learning to communicate with him and have communion with him um, just in, on her, her own personal journey, and, you know, not mine and Kirsty's. And I think, man, I'm, you know, my heart as a dad just melts. <laughs> I love hearing that. I love that. So I just want to tell you that because that's, that's the God who we worship, you know, how his heart to, towards us is just mind-blowing, really. Like, you know, I'm constantly amazed by that. So... What's the word mean? You know, and, and I think about this. I think every time we do communion or whatever, like you know, someone's got a different twist on it. But uh, so we know it's the act of sharing and common participation uh, in in what we do in taking the elements and, and remembering um, Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for us. So my thoughts, though, when I think of communion, this is just me talking. I, th- I think of the words common union that we have a common union together in Jesus, and. And, and so I sort of just sat, down, just sat down and thought about that during the week, you know, before work one morning. And I was thinking, yeah, actually, we have a common union in humanity that yeah. as a whole, that we are all sinners. This is the bad side, the other side of it, that we actually have a common union, that we're all on the same ground, we're all in the same boat kind of thing. Romans 3.23, there's no difference for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We're in the same boat. And we're all, we, we often quote things like that. But the next verse after that says, and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. And I'm like, whoa. So it's like both sides of the coin. And so we have a commonality in the fact that we're all on the same level with that, you know, as, as, as people who are, who are sinners saved by grace. 
we have that commonality that Jesus' blood poured out for us. And I love this. I love Romans at the moment, so I'm just reading it because I just love how Paul puts things. And this in Romans 5, he says, You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So just as, as humanity has a common union in sin, through Christ we can have a common union in forgiveness through the blood of Jesus. And I, I love that. That's, that's what communion means to me. You know, it's just like I was like that before. And it doesn't mean that I'm better than anyone else who's not saved. Or It's just that the blood of Jesus has taken away my shortcomings, my sin, my ugliness, whatever. So, and I read this thing just this morning. And it was just about, it was after Jesus had fed the 5,000 that said he got in a boat with the disciples and they bailed out to a place called Capernaum. And then it says the next morning, like the, the dudes that he fed, the 5,000, they're going, where's Jesus? You know, he must have took off somewhere. So they got in the boat, nicked off to Capernaum as well and, and saw Jesus there. And, and they said to him, you know, what must we do? What must we do um, to do the works of God? I think is what, you know, what the Bible says. What, what, what do we have to do? And Jesus said, God wants you to believe in the one he sent. So no, no works, you know, not by works. No, we can't make ourselves acceptable. It's, and I thought, oh man, that's just so powerful. So they just seen this miracle and everything like that. And they go, oh, we've got, we got to do something to pay him back kind of thing. And God's like, no, no, no. Jesus is like, no, 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 just believe in me. Believe in the one he sent. That's, that's the works of God. <laughs> it's like, wow, no, it takes us out of the equation. So by taking communion, we just declare, we declare that we are forgiven and have been made righteous. And Jesus' blood gives us right standing before God, not our works. So as we take that this morning, I'm just going to pray together. And um, Did I do that, mate? All good? I'm just... It's always a guitarist, eh? You didn't notice that? It's always a guitarist. Sorry, I don't want to take away from it. I'm just going to pray. Lord, we just thank you that, you know, we talk about your forgiveness and we talk about your blood shed for us and we can talk about that, um, you know, just conversationally and that, but help us to think about that, help us to reflect on it, help us to, to know what it means to us personally, that you gave your life for us, that you called us out of darkness into light. And I thank you that we have a common union together, we, that we can uh, drink and eat and remember what you've done for us and the, the great sacrifice that you made for each of us to bring us back to you, that we can have fellowship with you, that we can boldly come into your presence to your throne of grace. And for that, we're eternally grateful in Jesus' name.